Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. And I'm Kip. And today we're talking about was particularly our journey with rehabilitating a uh, little lost squirrel baby that we found in our yard. His name we named him Jeremiah. He is not a pet. He is wildlife. And he fell out of a tree after a storm. A and, really bad storm. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he was under our back deck, so we couldn't even tell which tree he fell from. And there was a deceased sibling nearby, sadly. And mm. so... Uh, it had been hours, and Mom was clearly not going to go find them. It was kind of cool that day, too. And yeah. we also have hawks in the area, so yeah. one of the recommendations I read was, like, leave them out, uh, get them up to body temperature, and then leave them out. I'm like, well, I'm just, like, feeding this poor little guy to a hawk if I do that, because I yeah. have mowed the lawn and run over poor baby little garter snakes before mm, i'm so sad but um i i came out after doing that and was like putting something out in the trash bin and i saw like a hawk come and like grab the deceased um garter snake it's not Trigger the first warning. time we've seen uh, hawks get deceased small animals from yeah, our area pretty quickly. yeah so That's crazy it felt like... Ooh. I mean, it's nice that there's a good hawk population, but yeah, yeah. you got to be aware of, like, if you're trying to help the small animals, you yeah. don't leave them out in the open because they will get eaten. Yeah. I've seen them in the distance. They don't come around my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say, like, do not... So your first step should always be to try to get to a local rehabilitation who is certified well, and, and knows... unless you can have the hope of trying to find... Yes, other. yes. Try yeah. to do the reuniting with the parent do like don't yeah. touch them leave them alone like if they're under a tree leave them the frick alone their their parents probably gonna come put yeah, your yeah. animals Birds in and all that yeah baby deer but but i did hear that touching them and obviously don't touch them if you can stand it yeah. but if you do touch the animal it hasn't ruined them no it doesn't mean that now you are responsible to no. this cr- no. no leave it alone yeah. <laughs> Some animals don't even care that much. Like we were reading that squirrels don't even care that much about human scent. No. Yeah. Birds, awesome. deer, they don't, that they don't be, really care. That wasn't yeah. the issue. It just it had also been hours and hours and he was there. Yeah. 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 Under your circumstance it yeah. was it was a, a safer bet to Yeah. And he was probably only alive because he we, somehow was under our back deck. I don't know how he got there either. Who knows? Yeah. So our our other experience with wildlife is we did find two baby opossums that our neighbor's dog brought to them and then our dog found where the other one was because um uh they had like curled up in this little hole. Mm-hmm. And it was like this, um, this dirt tree stump, dirt tree thing. stump pile. Yeah, you guys get some crazy stuff. You guys had a snapping turtle. We did. In no, your that yard. Was, no, that in was our neighbor's yard. neighbor's yard, staring at us okay. through the fence. Yes, it yes. was right next to you. People. Like, can you open the fence? I would like it. There's Mishka. not even a swamp near. No, I know. There's not I a body of water. <laughs> I don't know where I came from. Um, but anyway, the the possums we they had punctures from. I don't think our dog did, but it's it's possible. Possible, mm-hmm. like from the digging, because Mishka was trying to dig the possum out. It wasn't mm-hmm. like and initially actually... the neighbor thought that it was the mother possum hiding, mm-hmm. so I think she had poked with the stick a little bit. Yeah, so I don't know, like it could have honestly been something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they weren't like serious puncture wounds. And this was really it was fatty tissue. Yeah, yeah, it was mm-hmm. fatty. It was nothing it like they like, weren't actively bleeding. Yeah. yeah, but um, I called around. I found a veterinary place that was taking injured wildlife. Still, it was early COVID, so a lot of places were like 
starting to close down and not, and they didn't have their volunteers come in. So yeah, that one did how many, yeah. but I found a vet place and they, they were taking injured wildlife and these were injured. So I was able to get That's them. The only reason that we could get them taken, which yeah. is good because we were trying to feed them kitten milk, which is what they recommend. They were not interested in eating from us. I don't yeah, think we were. Like, we, we tried, well, we tried kitten food and um, water and yeah, soaked with, uh, with the kitten milk and mm-hmm. with water and they weren't interested. And we tried like three different kinds of food yeah. that we were reading. Or I probably wasn't yeah. doing it right also, but, um, they were not interested in food no. at all though. So I don't no. think it was going <laughs> to go well. But, uh, so we got the two baby opossums taken care of, sent to a place. And then they, from there, they would send them to a licensed rehabilitator. And I tried calling calling lists i tried calling and talking to someone i had actually a 20 minute conversation with a guy who he's like no i'm more like if there are squirrels in your attic i will come and get them out type person he's like Uh try and that's where he recommended the list and i was like okay well i've done this this and he's like you know you would make a really good rehabilitator i'm like i i don't have i have a job and i have other animals you have to have like dedicated areas yeah we don't have that space we don't have space for you know a lot of pets yeah but I will yeah, say I've always been curious about it, <laughs> but it requires a lot of, like, you got to do a lot of volunteering beforehand. It mm. then requires, like, a lot of... A certification or something? Yeah, there, there is, is a certification. A, yeah. You have to have so many hours yeah. under someone who's done it, and then you have to have an actual area where the animals can be rehabilitated if you're doing it within your home. Yep. And mm-hmm. I partly looked into this because I really like birds of prey, and the only way I would actually interact with birds of prey through a rehabilitation group and also some groups trigger warning um <laughs> because the the point of rehabilitation is to put them out in the wild and if they can't successfully survive out in the wild they will humanely euthanize mm-hmm. because they're not supposed to be pets and the it, it, it makes a sense it's kind of depressing but it does make a sense and after like reading through things like that i was like oh, I can't do that. Like, I'm sure they use some for educational purposes, but there's only so many you can keep for that. And I'm sure... Would you be expected to put them down? Well, I don't think I would have personally, okay. but like knowing, like, oh, I, I tried to help this animal, and, and then, then they couldn't ended make up having it. To take it to somebody who killed it. Yeah, to to yeah. humanely euthanize because Makes it's, sense, but it, it's just yeah. Yeah. So so anyway, um. Like I said, I've played with the idea. I think it's an interesting thing. And maybe when I get older, if I have more time and I'm not working as much and maybe have less domesticated animals that I'm responsible for, maybe I'll look into it. But uh, also right now you can't get into any groups because volunteers aren't really allowed right now in like these types of programs because of COVID. That makes sense. And so, but I will say we had our first run-in of... um, (laughs) Two little baby possums. Uh, two little baby possums, and we got them help, and then we had a squirrel, um, Jeremiah. Well, yeah. you're... Okay, so that's not the only possum that we've even interacted with. Oh, yeah, there was that there was other a, possum. It was a young adult possum that was like... Uh, so our basement um, bedroom has a, a little well, a window well, mm-hmm. and um, it's like a foot or more deep. It, it holds mm-hmm. back the soil because... Yeah, it's got like corrugated metal um, mm-hmm. and a half circle around the window. And a young adult possum had fallen down there and couldn't climb back up. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about this So our roommate at the time heard scuttling outside their window. And, um, yep, they were stuck. So grabbed a towel, uh, pulled them out, put them in the front yard, 
Yeah. The thing stood there for like 10 minutes. Yeah, it was like That's what they do. It was like yeah. a statue and we're like, okay, well, we're like, going to leave. It eventually you. left. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. we, we kept off. poking <laughs> our our head out the well, looking out the window at it that we could see it and yeah. it started like walking away. Very slowly. And we're like, okay, you're good. Yeah. That you didn't like hurt a yourself. Vibe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've seen a bunch of possums like around the neighborhood though. Yeah, possums yeah. are. I once good. saw uh, a cat following a possum. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, just we have on a the couple street, of cop animals. What are you doing in this neighborhood? What Mind your own business. Well, it's also an outside. I'm a we trash a cat. Few. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm one of you. I, I help you protect you from ticks. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm a very good person for the community. Yeah, possums are great. They're so adorable. They are, and they're so good, and they barely ever um, get diseases from any parasites, mm-hmm. and they eat a bunch of ticks. So many ticks, guys. Yeah. Ticks carry diseases, so that's good. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, there are only marsupial. So, yeah, native to our continent. Yeah. Um, so, besides our, our opossum friend, or mm. opossum? Is it, it's not interchangeable, I know that, they're, because they're different. It depends on the, con- the continent you are. Technically, they're opossum, but people usually call them possums. Because we're tired. Well, people know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Language. We only have one kind of possum on this continent. So. Yeah, yeah. But they're anyway. Um, nothing important. So, uh, months, months, a few months later, a few yeah. months later, uh, we had um a bad storm, and then Mishka. What well, you found it first because um we found the dead sibling. Mishka first. had the dead sibling in his mouth because and um, he did not want to let go, and he like hadn't. A trigger warning that like, torn the body apart or anything, but literally no, just, just had the body in his mouth. And we had another issue with this a few months ago where I'm pretty sure, like I said, we have hawks in the area. Yeah. There was... Red tails and all that. Yeah, there was a... There was a gutted carcass of a squirrel. Like mm-hmm. an adult That had been squirrel. dead for a while. That had yeah. been dead for a while. And, and like they... Mishka especially wanted that in his mouth. Yeah, uh, they they were Yum. fighting over. Mm-hmm. They were out in the yard. And it's very then difficult to get dead things away from Mishka. We've had these two incidents. Fighting out on the deck over something, and I thought they had a stick or one of their toys. And I'm like, oh no, it's a dead squirrel yeah. carcass. And I'm pretty sure what it was was it was like a meal from a hawk or something mm-hmm. because of the way it was yeah. already gutted. And dogs like smelly things. Yeah, and it had fallen from the trees. And I don't know how smelly the baby was or anything. I don't no. know. It would it, it would have died recently. This yeah. okay. um this has it was a happy sad, so I, I managed to get it away from him and put it over the like the fence away. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. we already knew like oh there was it probably died in the night from the storm. Yeah, That's there sad. Were, there was some blood around his like nose and mouth. So yeah, you could tell he's like oh you died because you fell out of a tree. Very obviously. And yeah. then so like thirty minutes passed, we let the dogs back out in the yard because they had to go to the bathroom and I had to get some stuff done and then they were barking at something and for like I like ten minutes we ignore them for a while or because sometimes they do this minutes. to our neighbor dog boo yeah. or there's some kids who play it at the end of the cul de sac. He does have a certain bark where he's clearly barking at a small animal. Yeah, yeah. he has But we hadn't like definitely hammered that in our minds about oh that's a small animal bark. He has found something in the yard. This is it's he really found a turtle. And excited. Yep. Yep. And so we went out, I, well, I went out to go, and I'm like, oh, there's another one. And this one was alive, and this guy was kicking. He was, like, it. screaming. And so, because he was being shouted at by these by two, two dogs. By two giant creatures, yes. yeah. So and it was, he couldn't see because his eyes were closed. Yeah, he, yeah. W- he was a, like, 
If or anyone, we go, yeah. I think. If anyone wants like a simulation of that, there's a YouTube channel called Cool 3D World, where there's this one rat man who's being barked at by three humans. Yeah, it's horrifying. So if you ever want to get that vibe and just kind of know what the scroll is going through, just kind of look that up. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> someone screaming at you while you're mm-hmm. trying to sleep yeah. would be close. <laughs> um, so I went and got gloves and got like a towel and picked it up and checked it out. And then I started calling places again and I think around the fifth one uh, I tried a couple vet places I tried a couple so good things to do when you get a small wild animal yes um, especially if they're cool if you have a carrier like a cat carrier is a great size mm-hmm. uh, we have the little plastic cat carriers with the wire metal mm-hmm. fence mm-hmm. not fence door <laughs> yep you know what I mean yep. yeah the um, basic yes, carrier. and we have like heating pads because cats like heating pads and so humans need heating there pads with a too. towel and a cat carrier and that's what we were keeping them in yeah and we did that for the squirrel as well mm-hmm. like once you research what kind of settings and like how to set it up yeah yeah, yeah. just to the keep internet's them a warm. wonderful tool yes yeah. and so i called several places i tried the vet place i tried the other vet place and i was gonna be like i think it's injured because it got blood around its nose and who knows i just just barely. Jeremiah did not have much. No, time. no. Jeremiah was fine, but I was going to play it up so they would take it. Right, yeah. Because I, I at that point, had had, like, I had called a couple of rehabilitators, and they're like, oh, we're not accepting anyone. I'm full. Uh, I remember, like, it was just I'm sure like, tons and tons of people have been finding baby squirrels, but yeah, we've had a lot that, of storms lately. That, yeah. and and it's a, a very common occurrence anyway. Another thing yeah. I heard, this was when I was looking for someone to take the possums, was because of COVID and people being in their house, they're finding a lot more wild animals. Right. Because they're home more. Because they're home more. They're out in their yard or they're going hiking or they're just trying to get out of the house for five minutes. So mm-hmm. it's becoming... So that's been a weird, unusual problem that you wouldn't think about, mm-hmm. but it has occurred. And mm-hmm. so around so like... Like drowning and rescues. Fifth or sixth call to someone. Because also I had errands to run that day. This was not my plan was trying to find a rehabilitator for a squirrel. Um, I was like, well, do you have any suggestions? I've called like several places and they're like, try doing some research online. If you are able to actually take care of this baby squirrel. Yeah. And they're like, I do not, this is not a normal recommendation, but because of the times it is, this is my best option for you. It's technically, or you can, isn't it illegal? Yes, it is illegal. Licensed person. Please don't report us. Yeah, please don't. Please don't record yeah. us. We're just trying our best here, man. And we I'm didn't giving... want to just leave them to die. No. No. And who and knows? we don't recommend that people generally do that. No. Yeah. This is... These and are this special is... circumstances. Always trying to find somebody else yes. who can yeah. do it that knows what they're doing. Uh, a trigger warning. He did not die. No. no. He... He's fine. <laughs> He's so... Honestly, so far as baby wildlife go, squirrels, uh, squirrels are very easy. They have a yeah. very deep uh, natural instinct. And... Yeah, they just want to They want to eat. As yeah, long as, yeah. like, there's not something massively wrong with them, and that's a sign that they're not okay. Like, they were probably injured too much if they're not eating. Mm-hmm. And there was also a sad, time but... in American history where we actually tried to eradicate squirrels, and we tried for a very long time what? at a very high level. It was actually criminal to harbor squirrels on your property. Harbor? Yeah, so you to had to be squirrels? actively killing squirrels. Oh and also God. you could turn in their tails for, like... To, to pay taxes. That's horrible. Instead of just money to just prove that you were killing squirrels That's on your property. Up. And this went on for years, and squirrels are still not extinct. 
Yeah. Like, there were so many squirrel pelts in government buildings that you could smell them for miles. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Also, squirrels have a strong musk. Oh, they yeah. do. So, squirrels are very tenacious. Like, so they survived a super strong humans smell. Attempt. Even when they're, like, four weeks old. Yeah. They, very they, strong, musky smell. Yeah. So, after a very exhaustive search to try to find someone to take the small mammal, and I will say, apparently, like, small mammal rehabilitators, while they're more common, they also get flooded more easily. Mm-hmm. So, um... I looked into it, couldn't find anyone. I looked online. I found a really good um, website, which I think I have posted on the Instagram when I first started this, um, uh, because I posted Jeremiah's Wildlife Wednesday, because it was cute and it rhymed. And um, I found a really good link. I basically Googled, how do you feed a baby squirrel? And the first one that came up was this really informative guy who, he has like two videos and they're both like squirrel related. And then he had a link to this other uh, wildlife rehabilitation, which shows you the first of all week by week what you should be doing with a a baby squirrel up until like 12 weeks is when you should be releasing it Mm -hmm. it had details about when you start feeding them when you transition their cages and all this when you move off of the puppy formula yeah when you move off a puppy formula weaning and then post care like pre pre pre-release release release, and then post-release because it has very detailed because again squirrels needing some help as babies because they fell out of trees is very common yeah and so I did lots of research. I, I ended up on a couple forums reading different things. And I will say um, there were several times when I told people about this and they're like, whoa, a solo squirrel might not be able to be released. I'm aware. Um, so that's another thing. Um, he's surely socially awkward. Yes. Like you, can, you can tell he's. He, he's socially a socially awkward, awkward squirrel. He's so, only had humans since he was able to see you. So. Ideally, whenever you have a small animal, kind of like in the last episode we talked about socialization, animals all have a social hierarchy and things they have to learn. Um, Ideally, even... If at all possible. I mean, a lot of times you'll be able to find siblings nearby that are are alive. And they can play together and learn. Yeah, like if we'd had two, it would have been great for for his socialization. It would have been better. Um, Yeah. I'm not sure how that would have dealt with one later, but... That also would have just been very difficult. Yeah, but um, it's not 100%. So, solo releases aren't 100% like gonna fail, because one thing, if you can release them back where they're... um, where their biological family is, they have a much higher chance of succeeding, because animals in the... They know when they have at least... For squirrels, because I did do research on this, Mm -hmm. have a biological, or they're like, oh, that's Jerry's weird cousin. It's fine. He's like a relative. Yeah, they can tell that, oh, you're kind of. Also, squirrels don't usually have problems with each other, it sounded like, for the most part. Uh, They will have territorial stuff, but um, also, we have like lots of trees, and this is a very wooded area, so we'll just see. We have a healthy squirrel population. Yeah. Yeah. And so the research basically was like, if you can't keep them in groups, keep them in groups. If you can't try to, one, you keep them away from all domesticated animals. And that was something he didn't really interact with our cats. He didn't interact with the dogs. He only interacted with me and Heath, really. And I was actually very happy, like, the few times Kip came over to check him out. Yep. Um, mainly to record this and other things. He would run away from them. Yep. He would not go to them. So he... and toward the end of his capture with his rehabilitation with us, we started 
having him like acclimate to the weather outside. So he also, we interacted with him less and he would get a little bit more jumpier around us, which was good. Yeah. And you don't want them too friendly with humans. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to pull back to more of the beginning, uh, with Jeremiah because, uh, baby squirrels is a lot of work is a ton of work. They have to eat every three hours when they're like four weeks old. Yeah. It goes on for at least a couple of weeks. And you also have to be careful of how much you feed them because they can overeat and they have a tiny stomach. Yeah. It's puppy formula. And if they're dehydrated and sure, which you have to give them ensure um, to make sure they're not dehydrated when you first get them because yeah. it's hard to tell. Never. Mm. So something I've learned when rehabilitating my one squirrel and reading a ton of wildlife rehabilitation things yep. is when you first get them, do not immediately try to feed them formula. You want to feed them a mixture of Pedialyte to try to make sure they're not dehydrated. And then you mix the Pedialyte with the puppy formula and then eventually wean them off of it. Right, right, right. Because it can cause their system to shut down. Because if they get a rich food, it's like humans uh, ever uh, dealing with like starving out in the wild. Humans, you don't immediately like here's a roasted chicken. You slowly right. start them. And you with don't broth. let them eat a ton. Yeah, yeah. Because they just feel hunger, so they're not going to be able to regulate if they're eating yeah. too much. Yeah, they, they, not be good. they just don't know. Yeah, yeah. that is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, I had to take Jeremiah and his little cat carrier to my job. Yes. Because I work 12-hour shifts, and Danielle works at a coffee place. You cannot bring a wild animal no. there. No. And um, Not not near the food. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in an emergency call center, so there's not it's not a food issue. And your boss approved of it. Yeah, he was okay with it. Yeah, and you're not He's around like, people. And he literally didn't cause any disturbances. He was just in his in little carrier, carrier, and I had to feed him every three hours. Yeah. So it's definitely another thing you have to think of, and another reason why I don't think... It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And another reason, like, I've never really had a strong urge to, like, foster babies Mm -hmm. or foster, like, baby animals. Right. Along with human babies. You're like, also human babies. (laughs) Also human babies. They require a lot of feeding and a lot of, like... They do. And you have to, like, keep them warm. And you have to keep them warm, and heating blankets tend to have a shut off of like two usually to three it's, hours. Yeah, usually, it's two hours, unless you get like the really expensive big ones. So yeah, we were in the hours. unique position for cats, of being in. Um, me and Heath's work schedules do a lot of crossing. Like, I I have overlap with him, but like. Heath can over it works overnight, so it's very nocturnal. I go to sleep at like three a.m., but then I wake up at ten a.m. And so he's normally going into like sleep around like nine or ten a.m. So like then I can take over the responsibility. So we were in a very good and unique yeah, situation. Considering that I could take him to work, yes, that was not possible. We, we could not have been able done to it. keep him alive. Yeah, because there would just be long periods of time where we couldn't feed him. Yeah, if I was at work, he just would have to. Chill. Plus, I'm awake the whole 12 hours, obviously. So, Mm -hmm. like, making sure the heating pad stayed on was a Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that was kind of our first big hurdle was getting him. And then Kip very kindly helped us out because Kip has chinchillas and larger rodents. Gave us one of our... Gave us a large um, rodent cage. Yeah, it was a a vertical cage. Mm -hmm. So it had more um, up Three or four... Yeah. Three or four layers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, levels, it was a, yeah. a uh, three-level vertical cage, yeah. which is... Yeah. I got the vertical cages because chinchillas are climbing mm-hmm. mountain creatures. So yeah. that, those were ideal in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then I ended up getting a, a large um, 
ferret cage for them. That yeah. makes sense. Which, you know, to me, I felt like was a lot uh, better for them. So yeah. I have these these two extra vertical cages, so... Yeah. Most people don't have a vertical, you know, rodent cage hookup, but we, yeah, we got, yeah, we got Girl, lucky. if you need Thank anything, you. Yeah. Oh me. my god. Uh, yeah, and that was very lucky. And like, also, towards the end, it was kind of too small for him, so I can't imagine what it would have been like having more than one squirrel. I will, like, I I will just feel also, bad I have a bigger yeah. vertical cage that I'm not using, if you want. Yeah, uh, if, <laughs> if we come into the situation no, again, I don't. hopefully we won't. Never I, again. No. Hashtag never again. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also, it's not what we should be doing. We should no. hopefully find proper rehabilitators and hopefully if this happens again we're able we won't be and again in we only did this because we, we didn't want to just let him die yeah and another thing i will point out um so the baby bottles you get in like baby formula that's actually not what you're supposed to use you're supposed to use syringes and feeding syringes and things mm-hmm. like that I feel like the syringe is a great way to actually regulate how much you're giving. Exactly, yeah, exactly. because yeah. that's yeah. also part of it. Yeah. And if they're only eating very small amounts, so syringes are better. And yep. I'm in a unique situation that my cat is very old, and I've done injectable medicine, I've done fluids, and um, he was being picky about taking medicine, so my vet sent me home with like feeding syringes to try mm-hmm. for certain things. So the pet pharmacy that we have was already stocked. Yeah, I literally Perfect. was like, oh, this <laughs> thing looks like this other hands. thing I have left. Let me go get that. Mm-hmm. And, and I, that worked great. Like yeah. really little syringes were great for when he was teeny tiny. Yeah. And I was talking to someone at work and I'm like, oh yeah, I just took one of my feeding syringes that my cat has used in the past. And they're like, why do you have that? I'm like, I... <sighs> We have a pet pharmacy. Yeah, and, and like they're like, you're the only person I know who would just have that on hand. I'm sure there's other like people with animals or kids or like medical they're, issues. They're great for aquariums, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When mm-hmm. I when I had my planted aquarium with my betta fish, I would use it to regulate the. Um, fluid i can't remember this was you know years ago we'll do an aquarium we can do an aquarium one i loved having a planted tank but Mm -hmm. it was so helpful to kind of when i was changing the water out Mm -hmm. regulate how much of the uh cleaning fluid that i needed to put in to like make the tap water i guess potable for my fish you know just balance the ph and everything Uh And and remove the chlorine, yeah. you know. Yes. So, yeah. And I also uh, talk, I talked about it at work. Uh, apparently, my boss actually, when she lived on a weird like middle of nowhere farm thing in Florida, because she's talked about like, oh yeah, uh, I had this pet and blah, and they apparently had a pet squirrel for like five years or something when she was a kid. Yep. She was Arrest a her. she she was a child. <laughs> so male or female? Um. I don't know because the one the couple stories was like oh it's really cute when you feed them this food and uh, apparently sure, she put them her her squirrel in her dollhouse and then her mom yelled at her was like you can't leave that squirrel in the dollhouse it'll eat all your sh- your stuff and so she went to go get the squirrel out the squirrel like bit onto her finger and then of course it a did little, it's a wild animal there's a dude. little not good pets no yeah. there's a little child running around the house with a squirrel attached. they should not have let her have a well, squirrel. Well, I don't know if it's like her parents had it. Like like I said, I've only heard bits of this story. They should have watched the wild animal and their small child, I'm just saying. Well, yeah. okay. Of but course the children are like, oh, that's an adorable squirrel. They are very cute when they're young. Yeah. Especially when they're this, babies. Well, this I like was, their big feet. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not going to shame my boss who okay. gave me some nice information and seemed oh, to wait, really like. I'm just trying to. This is my boss. Oh my gosh! Why yes. did she never tell me this story? Oh. I love her. I'm just trying to read so it. So okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna give a little context. Uh, me and Kip have worked at the same unnamed coffee shop under yep. this same boss, so Kip knows this person I'm talking yep. about. Yeah. Uh, bless her soul. Bless her soul. She's a sweet woman. She's an yep. absolute angel. But. Every now and then surprises me with weird secretive moments. Her parents. Oh. Yes, she was a child, but and also she loved the squirrel. She talked fun. Sure, she did, and it was yeah. cute. Yeah. Yes, and but it's not good pets, it's guys. Florida. When they Flawless. get to like adolescence, they it's not unusual oh, no. for them to bite you because well, they want well, to go out and make squirrel families. We yeah. we will go into that, but for now, um, so I got like a lot of people are like. I work with also a lot of younger teenagers mm-hmm. who, and I mentioned, like, oh, yeah, I have a baby squirrel. Very cute. We're going to release him. And they're like, oh, no, but they eat a baby. I'm like, no, he's a wild animal, guys. Yeah, they grow up fast. He only needed a couple months. Yeah. And so, and it was also nice because it gave me a chance to really process what I was doing because I was having to explain it to other people. Mm -hmm. And so that really did help, like, cement some stuff. Um, But we transitioned him into his big boy cage. Uh, Mm -hmm. We got him a nesting box, which I bought online because there was... There were instructions on how to build one, but the thing is, I'm not really set up to build a nesting box, and then I couldn't really find... An affordable one on, like, that wasn't, like, $40, $50, something like that. I'm like, mm, eh, look, he has a nice home. And he likes it because I, I it was his nesting box in his um, pre-release cage. Mm-hmm. His big boy cage is what we called it. Mm-hmm. Um, that And he, he nestled in it. It had bedding and... Uh, what, we, what he was mostly sleeping in before that was, like, um, so we had a couple of jacket... Dog. Hoodies, hooded jackets for the dogs. And we found out hoods with the dogs do not work because no, they'll pull No, but they were zip-off or button-off. Yeah, they are button-off. And um, so Danielle made a little pouch. I did make a little that pouch. That was wearable because had, she had she attached a piece of um, cloth. That to it. Like so, a necklace thing so it could and, hang around your neck. And yeah. you could also... It's like a sugar glass. And rest pocket. on your chest. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just like that. And I, uh, most of the time when... It's like warm and fuzzy on the inside and mm-hmm. then like plaid on the outside. Yeah. yeah. And um, one thing I would also do that way he wouldn't interact with the animals, but also wasn't always alone in his cage when he was like just sleeping. I would have it zipped up in my hoodie so he yeah. could hang out and rest and no, like feel the heart bite. Sometimes at work because he would want interactions with other living things. Understand? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was a baby. And so that he was, mostly just slept when he yeah. was really small. He was so cute. He was so cute. He was really cute, and he he was a good boy. And you have to like just like with kittens, you have to help them go to the bathroom when they're yes. young. I was so yeah. happy when we had to with stop like doing that. Like a wet that. cloth or a wet napkin or something, yeah. Yeah. rubbing those areas mm-hmm. to stimulate it. Again. Yes, yep. because baby dumb, they don't know how to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Nope. They don't know how to eat properly. They don't know and how to go to the bathroom. Gotta teach them everything. So, after their parents for puppies and kittens use their tongue for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and after I guess squirrels do too, surely. Apparently, yeah. Mm-hmm. After every feeding, you would have to stimulate him to get him to go to the bathroom. He learned pretty quickly how to go on his own. No, was, like nice. we were also really close to the age, like around five or six weeks, they start going on their own. So yeah, we were lucky. Around we five weeks is when his eyes opened. Yes. And that was very cute. Yeah, and like five or six weeks, he could start being fed like every five hours, I think. Mm-hmm. So it, between three and five hours is what I aimed for when I had to take him to work. Yeah, 
And uh, when I think he hit seven weeks was when we could go down to like three times a day. And then we started weaning him. I'm, yeah. I'm fuzzy because I don't have my sheet. I would reference a sheet on a regular basis. Yeah. Like, this is week seven. We what do I have to be concerned the, about? They were like rat and mouse food pellets, right? Yes. He started uh, to give him a more balanced nutrition. He also got nuts. He ate a lot of the nuts more because that was another thing. You introduced the rat pellets to help with teething. You can feed them some fruits, too. Yeah. He yeah. didn't seem interested in fruit because no, I tried a few like fruit, but he really liked nuts. Like I've Some just... really like grapes and bananas and mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, it's probably best that you kind of stuck with, with the It's good that he preferred the nuts because... Because you can't really find the other stuff. You can't I mean, find grapes. And, yeah. Well, he could find, like, some fruit and stuff out There's the little wild. berries and, in our yard, but yeah. I don't know anything about I can about see him, like, browsing around, like, you know what? I just I wonder if strawberries are in season. Where are, <laughs> where are the cashews? I, I was led to believe there would be cashews, cashews. and pecans I, out I, here. I, I, I'm, I still have some of the mixed where nuts. Where are the wild that, rat pellets? Right. So... <laughs> And that, and the, I mixed in some like sunflower here. seeds and some corn and some peanuts and things like that. Um, I still have some mixed nuts that I'm going to mix in with the squirrel food that I will continue to put in the feeders. Um, he does seem to like that because that's what he ate. He ate a lot of like peanuts and things like that. Mm -hmm. And um, But no, he started mm -hmm. to be weaned off formula, which was nice because then I just had to make sure he had food and water. Yeah. And, um, and as soon as he was um, able to only be fed formula three times a day, I, I was able to stop taking him to work. Yes. Which is good because, you know. He was starting to get more active. Not the most professional thing to take a baby squirrel to work, but, yeah. you know, didn't want him to die and my mm -hmm. coworkers enjoyed seeing him. Yeah. yeah. It's so. a nice, it's a nice little levity during the COVID yeah. of a cute baby animal and yeah. maybe not the horrible things in the world. Yeah, um, but so I was told it was the the best thing I'd ever done at work. Oh, good! I'm so, glad your your leadership yeah. of your shift for yes. like was was to bring a baby squirrel. For yes, him to see. <laughs> take a couple pictures. I mean, yeah, it, you know he's very he was very cute. He was very cute. Um, then he graduated to his big boy cage, and he um lived in our laundry room for yeah. uh several up, weeks up on the uh, dryer, the washer. The washer, oh, yeah. yeah, washer dryer area, so and we had his whole setup. We just made sure that the cats couldn't get in there, and we have to close that door anyway because the dogs. But. Yeah, yeah, dogs and litter boxes don't mix. But um, he, they loved it though. So after a while, getting closer to release for a couple weeks before release, you have to actually get them acclimated to sounds and weather outside. Yeah. So one of the things we did was. Uh, he, they're supposed to be in an enclosed area during the nighttime, so like nothing comes and tries to kill them. Right. But um, so he stayed out in our garage at night, but mm. then during the day he would go under our carport because another thing you can't just wheel them out into the yard, especially when you have hawks. Because yeah, yeah. so we you know it was still covered under the carport. Yeah, he had cover. He got sound. There was apparently a couple times I saw like a neighborhood cat like watching, but yeah. He, yeah. he was okay. Um, I mean, there was plenty of room for him to get away from a cat yes. reaching. So yeah, and I did have him like kind of next to our garbage. I don't know how old the cat was, but yeah, to kind of shield him a little. Yeah. And so... I wonder what our neighbor who had a clear view of it thought. I don't know. Our <laughs> neighbor doesn't... That's the neighbor we never talked to, so yeah, I'm sure he I've doesn't only, care. Like, I've only waved at him. I, I bet the only thing he thinks is they should move their grass more. I'm sure. <laughs> because Look, he, dude, this he year has, sucks. I'll do better next year. Yeah, he has a writing mower, and he does... He's, he's retired. He's, he's retired. retired. We're surrounded like, by retired people. I know, people. and he's like constantly doing yard work, and I'm like... And uh, fixing his boat. Yeah. Mm. 
It's like, your yard is immaculate. Can you... Mine's not going to ever be immaculate. <laughs> yeah, no. Weird. It was never going... That's not my goal. We don't have an HOA. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I intend to do better next year, but damn. It, it'll be fine. Anyway, so um, he did carport for a couple weeks, and I started setting up the yard. I have four feeders out for him, which, that's probably overkill. But I don't know. There's squirrels in the area, and I got afraid that he would have competition. The other squirrels would be so mean the squirrels to him. Are, are, if they found those feeders, they're spoiled. Yeah, but so, I mean, our squirrel population through the winter will be fine. So, good job. We don't, have, like, we don't have, like, too many squirrels. No, so no, it's not like I go outside and they I'm scatter. I'm also pretty sure, like, a lot of them were taken out by the storms. We've had yeah, a lot of storms. we've had a lot of storms. And, and like I said. They have taken down big, big pine trees. We, we have <clears throat> so. a heavy... We have a nice, heavy-duty hawk population, too. Yes. So, I think I have seen one actually catch something and then pick at it in my neighbor's yard across the street. Yeah, I I have. I have seen one that at least is in our area. It's the same one, too, because I really like hawks and birds of prey. So, I'm like, ah, yes. very active one. That's on our street a lot. Yeah. So, um, good luck, Jeremiah. Against the hawk population. <laughs> yeah. um, I believe in him. We gave him everything we could. Yes. So uh, you have them acclimate to the weather for a couple weeks. We were going to release them a week ago, but we had storms. Yep. So you're supposed to give them the best opportunity you can. So you don't release them. Oh, it's going to rain the next three days. Good luck, bud. Yeah. You, you kind of like, at night, obviously, don't you? Yeah. That. So release them in the morning. Yes, so they have time. weather day. So So they have plenty of time to explore the area and find out where stuff's where. Yes. And so one of, okay, another reason that I will talk about the fact that we had to set up feeders is he is a winter release baby. Yeah, which is harder. So normally Mm. spring release, you you have a couple feeders for like a week or so, giving them like a couple weeks to get acclimated. And um, I didn't look at this too much, so you might feed them for longer, like, do research before you just follow my advice but for winter release because normally they have their mama squirrel who's like okay kids this is where the food is during the winter good luck kiddos this is our food store like yeah and the food is more plentiful when it's warmer weather yeah and so he doesn't have time to create those food stores so i have to be his mama squirrel it's like okay here is your food stores in my station yeah there's four of them and you also, post-release, you have to give them water source for a couple weeks. And then after that, I'm going to stop because he's supposed to have been able to find his own. And it'll push him to find his own, theoretically, according mm. to all the forums. I don't know. I feel cruel, but I'm going to do it. Um, giving him the best chance. He's, yeah. he's a nice, big, healthy squirrel. Mm-hmm. And we hung his house because you also have to you have to put their treehouse at least. Their nesting le- box, yeah. Their nesting box at least... At least 12 feet, at least. If you can go 15 feet, that's preferred. I did some measuring. I found a branch that would be nice and supportive. You also have to make sure it is facing southwest is the ideal angle because when the winter winds come, it won't directly blow into the hole. Hmm. Which okay. Makes sense. Yeah, Which makes sense. I did do research to figure out what direction that would be, and so that was my walk around the yard. So, like, this was thought out, and this was research, and, and this was planned. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Um, 
But yeah, it's the nesting box that he's used to, so he will view it as home. It is his home. It has uh, cedar chips in it, so he can... Mm -hmm. So hopefully, I I do feel bad because he was supposed to release, so he was without his nesting box for much longer than expected. Like, like it's supposed to be a couple days, and it was like a week. He still remembered it. He was fine. He had a different... I, like, changed... I gave him a cardboard box, which didn't work, and then I... No, he kept knocking it off. But I, I got another little basket. I normally hold, like... Um, towels and stuff. Towel, uh, the washcloths. Yeah. Because it was small. Yeah. And I, I set that up and he liked that better. But yeah, and we released him. And he didn't initially. So, first of all, it was a fun morning because. You take the cage and you put it under the tree where the house is. Mm-hmm. But and then you open the door. I will also point out the fact that uh, he. Th- had to wake me up when he came in from work, so he's already exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then we had to get the nesting box in the tree, and um, that was a lot harder than I expected. Yeah, because it was hard to access because of the tree, and there's like there's a lot of cover around that area, which is good. That's why, I but it makes it. it difficult to climb up there and install something that high. Yeah, yeah. And I um, am doing a power drill at weird angles when you're like... And it's like the regular size gigantic power drill, not like a small handy one. Yeah. yeah. And, and at one point I got the... Like, to own one of those, so... The, the little drill bit, because I was having to pre-drill some holes to get the um, screws in properly. You know, and trees are strong. Yeah. I uh, got the drill bit stuck in the tree itself. And so I had to go back in, pull pliers, and I'm like on a ladder, which Heath is holding. because I was was going to be the one to install it, but I was real tired. It was after a weekend. Mm -hmm. Which is three days in a row, 12-hour shifts. Yeah, and I was just real tired. And I wasn't getting enough sleep. I haven't been getting enough sleep on my work. You're short-staffed right now, so that doesn't help. It will be for a long time. Anyway. um, Yeah, we thought maybe it would be better to have the person who wasn't sleep-deprived up on the 17-foot ladder. But also, I had just woken up, so um, me and Heath are not super good morning people, so we were both having trouble getting our ladder apart. We were snapping at each other, which... It was great. It was great. We were like, I'm like, oh, I can't get the ladder... Well, I can't get the ladder apart. Well, we're... I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, too. But I'm angry because I just woke up. Yeah. And the stupid squirrel won't go. The nest won't go and in. And I'm just like, well, I'm grumpy because you're being grumpy and I want to go to sleep. So. And I'm like, well, I'm grumpy because you're being grumpy and I just woke up. I wasn't being that grumpy. I, I internalized. It's fine. I'm also grumpy in the morning. You are it's always fine. grumpy right after you wake up. Yeah, I, I'm good after a bit. But, yeah. Anyway, so grumpily put a nesting box up. And mm. then, like... Successful after about thirty minutes of fussing with it and yep. screwing and he tries to like grab tools. Out of oh God, now. he does. That's a thing he does now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, he had that picture of him carrying the hammer. The mallet, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna post that tomorrow as Thor's day. Oh my God. Oh my God, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, no. he tried to grab the power drill from her several times. Yeah, I have deep, but don't worry, I have a hoodie with deep pockets, so I can fit a power drill in my hoodie pockets. Yeah, those hoodie pockets are ridiculously sized. I love them. Anyway, so, after 30 mm-hmm. minutes of fighting with a tree, a nesting box, and a drill, we got the nest installed. We got the water installed. We put the cage under the under tree, the tree and then he immediately jumps to his me favorite, and Heath. His favorite trees, trees the humans. That the he, humans, that his trees. Him. Yeah. And so yeah. then we spent another, like, ten minutes trying to get him off of us. Not ten minutes. It was, like, two minutes straight of him, like, mostly running around me in circles, like, all over my body. I'm and I was wearing thin trying. pants, which is annoying because squirrel claws, squirrel claws. are sharp. I have yeah. scratches yeah. all over my Yeah, I've got scratches my legs, on my legs now. Because I was like, I chest. regret not wearing thicker pants because then I'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and then finally, 
we startled him enough where he jumped on a tree, and then he climbed. He was, like, resistant. He was trying to get away from Danielle, who was obviously trying to grab him He thought I was going to put him back in the cage, because that's yeah. what I kept having to do. Anytime I changed his water or food, he would use me as a tree, which I just let him It was him funny, do. though, because, like, he would go all the way down to my foot and, like, think about stepping onto the ground and then do his laps around me again. Yeah. Yeah. Squirrel laps are not fun. They're very sharp and pointy. Yep. Yeah, which they need them to climb trees, but oh my god. It's just another reason. They are not good pets, people. No, no. not good pets. Wildlife is wild. Mm-hmm. Please. Yep. Let don't. it say that. I think, I think, <clears throat> I'm going to say something uh, controversial, but brave. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I actually don't think that in most cases, pet keeping is actually a good <laughs> Yeah. You know, I, I think with domestic animals. Well, yeah, that's right. Yes. Domestic animals. Yeah, domestic obviously. animals, yeah, yeah. They don't general. survive in the wild. But they're, even they're even with some domestic, like even, like chinchillas, shouldn't be pets. Okay. I know I mean, that If they could do have, fine in the wild, then yeah, they should be yeah. in the wild. I know people animals. have domesticated, quote-unquote, domesticated chinchillas. I don't think these things should ever be... <laughs> This should have never happened. It should have never happened. I no. mean, that sounds right for humans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, also... Oh, this thing's cute. I want to see if I can make it a yeah. pet. Humans... Leave the better fish in the rice fields. Yeah. Like, or the rice... Go- going <laughs> on to the idea of things should not be pets, during my... <laughs> Sorry, that's my phone telling me that I need to... I'm going to sleep. Okay, we're good. That's a good little tone for it. I like it. Yep. Um, we'll wrap so up soon. It's actually the same tone that the hospital used every time a baby was born. So yeah. now I hear it, and I'm like, oh, baby was born. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm not in the hospital anymore. Oh, my God. I have to go to bed. <laughs> okay, so um, another point of fact about pets not being good pets. Um, on my Wild animals not being good pets. Wild yeah. animals not being good pets. Yes. Um, on my long research into how to take care of a squirrel, I got lots of horror stories about, like, oh, rehabilitating this pet squirrel into a wild squirrel, and then about solo squirrels, and I'm like, oh my god. So I went into a, there were certain points where I'm like, be an independent squirrel, and he's like, I'm a squirrel. <laughs> and I'm like, are you socially awkward? He's like, I'm a squirrel. I'm just going to be a squirrel for you. <laughs> How about I just be a squirrel? <laughs> I was so wor- worried for half a second on release day when he would not get off of me and Heath. I'm like, oh God, he is broken. I've broken the squirrel. is a wild animal. He, he thinks outside to- of the cage is human tree time. Yeah. Yes. And, I, and that's will- it. Oh God. And then, we'll go into the actual tree. And then he went on the tree. And then he went. So high up on the tree, yeah. and I was watching him out in the yard for some of the time where I was cleaning up after like the post release and cleaning up the the cage, the cage, and mm-hmm. things like that. And I saw him like so high, and I saw him scuttle, and I saw him like eventually. I saw him in another tree nearby, and I was like, "That's my squirrel." I see because he's being very hesitant going out on that far branch, but mm-hmm. I know my little Jeremiah. That's mm-hmm. yeah, our big awkward boy. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen him <laughs> since yet, but this is another thing I read. It's very common for them to go explore the world and disappear for a few days. Mm-hmm. I did see him go on his house. I did see him go inside so his little house. So he found his home. So, so he good. knows he should his know home. where that is. Yeah. And the water got dirty. They could be from the birds that are in the area. Might yeah. be using it as a bird bath, but right. I have refilled it. So we will just see. And there's also, we have a bird feeder off our back deck, so you mm-hmm. can eat and some he bird has feed too if you want. Four yep. feeding like stations. There's five sources of food just in our backyard. Yep. We yep. have set him up to the best we can, and all we can do now is let him... He has a better shot than when he first... He would not have been happy def- in captivity. No. Like, no. he... No. Two or three weeks ago, like, 
She got when, two or three weeks ago started basically indicating to us, I want out of this cage. Yeah, and I have been trying. And yeah. wild animal. Yeah. And another thing is when they hit puberty, they wanna go populate. They don't yeah. wanna be your they cute want a family. Little, yeah. Mm-hmm. They wanna go get some. Yeah. And they don't I wanna be your, your buddy. Good good, <laughs> yeah. good good luck, bud. You're socially awkward, so good luck wooing a female there, bud. Mm. But maybe someone. <laughs> maybe someone will want Look how his... well kept my furries. He's like, I lived in a house and I fought dogs. <laughs> and there was a cat I fought dogs. <laughs> yes. I have a house that the humans built for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at this nice house that hopefully I'm we'll... wealthy. These feeding stations out here for me. Look, I have a nice yard. Mm. Yes. Yes. So hopefully he has set up the best we could set him up, and yep. it he he is definitely lived longer than he would have if we left him under that porch because he would have died that day yes. probably. Yep. So yeah, that's kind of our story in wildlife rehabilitation, which was not something we planned for, and yep. squirrels are not a pet, and also. Contact your local rehabilitation, and you can find a list of um, certified rehabilitations on most states' fish and wildlife. Mm-hmm. And you can literally type certified rehabilitators in my state, and you'll find a bunch of lists. And it's basically an Excel sheet with phone numbers. Yep. And you got to do the awkward, like, hi, I'm looking for someone to take a squirrel. And you call someone's cell phone. And I remember one when I was looking for the possum, she's like, oh, I would take them, but I'm going to, uh, I'm pregnant, and I'm due next week. So I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like, that's, no. that's fair. Congratulations. You do you. Yeah, you got to take care of that, baby. Yeah, yeah good. Congratulations. Congratulations. So you get weird awkward calls, and then you get, I got another lace, like, no, I'm full up. I'm like, okay. Do you yep. have anyone look at the list? Okay. And then I had another person, like, I've been asked to be take off the list. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm sorry for bothering. Awkward. So, so prepare for <laughs> awkward calls, but they're normally people they trying to do, yeah, they've been trained. Yeah. And if you're going to take care of wildlife, like a situation like this, do your research and yeah, do your research. Do your research. Yeah. And they're not a pet. It's okay to be attached to care about them, but they will be released and it is a yeah. better environment. For we always them. thought of it as fostering because that's yes. exactly what he it was is. our foster squirrel. Yeah. This whole time I've I've only I've been thinking of like famous squirrel rehabilitators. Yeah. And the only one I can think of is um Bernard Getz. Okay. Have you ever heard of him? No. Have you ever heard of the subway vigilante? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's I've... the guy who shot those, uh, I, I actually don't remember, he shot like four or five black kids in a subway. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and he got, he, he, I think he got off. People are going to need to look up the details. But anyway, after the whole... Um, Did he rehabilitate squirrels he, before, he, though? He retired, beca- no, he, that was afterwards. He became a famous squirrel rehabber. Um, How do you move past that? Oh, uh, you just are a monster, but you like squirrels people. more than you like black people. That's terrible. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> another um, famous squirrel is the meth squirrel that was in Florida. Oh yeah, the Florida meth the, squirrel, the attack squirrel. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, that's right. That, oh, kid, that, guy. that guy, the guy who had the meth squirrel. <laughs> the guy anyway, who don't, had the squirrel. So don't, don't give have squirrels pets. meth. Don't be racist. Don't, uh, don't yeah, give squirrels meth. Don't shoot people. Uh, be a yeah. certified squirrel rehabilitator. Because I don't think Bernard Getz was because he didn't agree no. with their okay. paperwork. Okay, so um, <laughs> we got off topic, but um, the yes. other the other animal that our dogs have interacted with in the backyard are turtles. box turtles. There's been a couple of them, mm-hmm. aside from the snapping turtle, which the, was in the yard. It was in our neighbor's yard. Mishka also likes to scream at them. 
Uh, yes. There's been two of them. Um, one thing about box turtles, you should not move them very far. Apparently, in their whole life, they do not go more than like a couple of miles, generally. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Um, so all we did was move them to the front yard. Yeah. No. Uh, because, obviously, they can't stay in the backyard. The dogs are there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so don't move them far. And if they're not injured, like, just, just leave move them alone. and leave them alone. Yeah. That's... If you find them in the road, like, move them, move them to the side of the road where they were walking towards and leave them. Because you might totally separate them from uh, where they live. And then they will probably spend the rest of their days trying to find home and sadly dying. Yeah. That's apparently not what box trolls do. They don't need to be moved very far. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I moved them out. I moved him out of our backyard into the like fenced in area by the backyard. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I didn't that's know fine. that, but yeah, that's, no, so that's, depressing. that's a thing. Yeah. And if you have to take Guys. it to a rehabilitator, mark where you found them. So you can tell that person so that they, we, when they release them, they can put them back there or otherwise yeah. they will die unhappily looking for, for home. That's that's my research online has found so, that that's the case for box turtles and it's sad. Um, don't touch wildlife, guys. Let's just unless look. you can help it. Yeah, yeah, or you're a certified wildlife rehabilitator yeah. because they're animals, and I really like a lot of wild animals, and I want to respect them, and I want them to be happy. Yeah, but like you should generally leave them be. Yes. Look, don't Mostly touch. Mostly we've just removed them from our dogs screaming at them. Because, yeah. and also, like, this, I know the second turtle uh, Mishka found, he, like, I realized he was barking at something. I thought it might still be the snapping turtle. I'm like, oh, does the snapping turtle come back? Oh, no, this is a box turtle. And Mishka, I wonder if it's the same box turtle. I don't know. You know, that's very possible. I don't mm. know how he got back there. but I don't know how he got there in the first place. So. That's true. Yeah. So It very well could be the same box turtle. Yeah, he... Hmm. Should I move him into a different yard? Just put him back in the front yard. I he's going to do what he's going to do. Yeah. Anyway, um, but Mishka was barking at it. And I'm like, oh, you found a turtle. Okay. And then he started, like, going to, like, he was going to pick him up. And I'm like, no, he no, He tried no. to do that the first time, too. He's like, look, I have a toy. It's like, no, the turtle is not a toy. I mean, as long as they don't have them long enough, he can't do that much damage. No, no. He, and because Mishka, the, the turtle was totally tucked in. Yeah, it was totally yes. tucked in. It's a smart turtle. So, and Mishka is good with small animals. He just finds things. Like I said, he never, Jeremiah was never touched yeah. by Mishka. He was I just think he only tried it because he realized, oh, hey, this is like a hard thing. It's I love hard for things. me to pick up in my mouth. I'm going to bring it to you. didn't know what it was at all. Yeah. And yeah. I, I feel like with the squirrel, at least, you know, that's more similar to dogs so and cats. So you can relate to it a little more. But. This. Right. So this is our one not a pet episode. That's another key yeah. thing I want to point out. <laughs> squirrel is not a pet. Yeah. But he was a short foster in our family and a very interesting learning experience. And I really hope he does well out there. Um, if I have any updates, I will post on Instagram a Jeremiah update. But if not, I'm we'll also... see if we get any sightings. But I also assume that I probably won't be able to tell him to apart from other squirrels unless he's like over he on the house. He might still move in his awkward way. We'll see. He does. He has an awkward move. He might... Yeah. If a squirrel ever comes... Squirrels do look me. ridiculously similar. Yeah. Yes. Like, when we were looking at pictures of baby squirrels and, like, how to judge the ages, like, they all look the same. Pretty they much. all do. <laughs> like, and this is the eastern gray squirrel. Yes. It looks this way. Yes. He is an eastern gray squirrel, by the way. Oh, yeah. We didn't mention that. But we no. did mention that we're in Georgia, so. Yeah. yeah. That's the only kind of squirrel that we have, so yeah. far as I know. 
Okay, so any other rehabilitating foster animal wildlife thoughts? Nope. Not really, no. no. That's it. That's all the interactions we've had so far. I just wanted to mention that we've had a house, so. Yeah, Yeah. I just wanted to mention that Bernard gets raised squirrels. I don't think anyone knew that. (laughs) No, we don't support him. No, not at all. No. I thought it was a funny fact. It is a funny fact. It's it's a (laughs) disturbing, horrifying, funny fact. He's a strange, awful man. There, there, uh, there's a nice YouTube man who who shows you how to feed squirrels, and he is not that man. No, no, he's people bring him baby squirrels because he is good at taking. Yeah, he's literally good and certified. Yes, yeah, he's (laughs) like licensed, I should say, or at least he's the squirrel guy in the neighborhood. He was like, yeah, I just got this litter in the other day. Here, I'll show you how to feed them. I have four right now. No, but if and you he's have... like, they will bite you when they get to adolescence. Yeah, yeah. he was like, Show... Just prepare for that. He's like, they'll bite you. It's fine. I got a scar here and here. I loved him. He was very nice. But if you literally just search YouTube for how to feed baby squirrels, he's the first one who pops up. Mm-hmm. So, and he has all the links that I mentioned. And I will put a link in the show notes if anyone happens to be in the same situation so they can have as best a chance as I did. Yeah, um, once you've already tried to find local rehabilitators. Yes, please try to find your local rehabilitators. I cannot stress this enough. And if they are a lot of work, especially when they're they are there. a ton of work. They're very cute. Like I had a coworker who had a friend who had a baby squirrel, and she was like, oh, "I could take it." Thankfully, that person found a proper person to take them. Yeah, and because this coworker. I did not trust her ability to actually take care of wildlife properly. And she's like, baby, she's a baby squirrel. She worked at the coffee shop, so she can't take the squirrel to work. Yeah. yeah. And she That's was in higher management, too. So, not that. Uh, anyway. Um, just because you think it's cute. Yeah, you can't. Right. It's like, yeah. no, they and there was every, a every point hour. where. That's, That's a not a qualification. That's just mm-hmm. an aspect of your personality. Just, just right because, now. <laughs> so far as wildlife goes, squirrels are easier than a lot. Yeah. Like, you have to make sure that you hold. And I, I did actually. a certain way or it will. Yeah, because you, they can choke and it can go yeah. into their airways. But and then they can get sick and die. I did at one point offer before their friend found someone to properly take care of them that is like, hey, if you want, I can take it because I'm already set up and. Like, they're like they the do same better. age. Yeah, they were the and same age. We're like, age. well, then there'll be two of them, so it won't be socially awkward. But, yeah, but, but it's it, fine. They went to fine. somebody who knew what it they were doing more. Knew what they were doing, did not go to my coworker because I did not trust that woman to actually properly take care of it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, she had the wrong thought behind taking yes. care of it. Oh, it's so cute. It's so cute. Anyway, um, good luck, girl. But um, you can. For squirrel updates and also our proper pet updates with our nice domesticated animals who cannot survive out in the wild. Especially. Especially our Rue uh, yeah, and Trouble who need daily medication. Yeah. You can find us at our socials, which are. Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. We post almost daily on Instagram. Uh, pet Parents Pod. Yes, pet parents, plural, and we will continue to do a good job and hopefully not have wildlife anymore. Yep, yep. and good luck with your hopes and dreams. Goodbye.